0: I started in 1960. Right. Uh, you, if you, you know, you ask far off the old questions right. and
1: i So was that straight from school, or sort of think
0: No, no, no. Uh, I started from school in a, a main roots group agent in North London. Right. When I actually started work, I was already very interested in motor racing. Mm. Uh, from my later school days. Uh, the time it took for me to to get into motor racing mm. uh, was uh, probably delayed, I suppose, by uh, one having to do their national service at that time, in the 50s. Mm. And then, you know, assessing and thinking about how one could actually get into it because in the it, first place uh, there was no <coughs> racing teams around no, that's right. uh, r- around where I lived. There was the opportunity I could have gone to Connaught in, in Surrey mm. but uh, uh, one must remember in the 50s people just didn't sort of take off no. to the other side of London and no. work the other side of London and out in the country when one didn't drive a car
1: just take too long to get there
0: and didn't have very much money mm. uh, so I suppose if I'd have been more adventurous I would have gone and found somewhere to sort of stay in yeah. a, a room somewhere and mm. got stuck in which in in, in some ways I regret uh, but uh, you know that's all history I yeah, suppose quite.
1: Yeah,
0: but I would have uh, got into that Company via uh, one of my school friends uh, who uh, was an underwriter at Lloyd's. His father was an underwriter at Lloyd's mm. and they knew the McAlpine family. Mm. And uh, right. Kenneth McAlpine used to drive a Connaught, Yeah, So mm. I might have been... Able have got to... in that way. Yes, but... Uh, but you didn't. But I didn't. And it it wasn't until... Until Lotus opened up in North London over at Hornsey, yeah, that one could really you know think about the possibility of getting in there. joining them mm. and I did have the opportunity in 1957 to go and work there, as I think perhaps a lot of people uh, understand in those days, they didn't pay very much money. It's not like joining a Formula One team now. No, quite. uh, Where the staff and uh, mechanics are far above the uh, average day-to-day wage. Yeah.
1: And presumably if you'd have joined them there, it would have been quite precarious, the Uh, team anyway. Would uh, would it? Well, as long
0: as you worked hard and fitted in, it was very important that people's personalities fitted together. Mm all important that was mm. yeah i would have been okay i'm mm. sure mm. because in later later weren't. life i i was okay and yeah I yeah fitted in
1: so when did you finish at root
0: well i finished i finished or, in the garage business in august of 1960
1: right and then went to what straight to lotus straight to lotus you job there first?
0: Yeah. uh yeah, this was like my second application. And where were they then? Uh, they'd moved to Chesnont. Right. And I lived in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So it was a matter of, you know, five or six miles down the road out in the country to Chesnont. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was all very very convenient. Mm-hmm.
1: And what were you doing straight before when you first started straight off?
0: Well, <coughs> when I started off there, I'd built myself a 750 Austin Special, right. which I took up or I drove up there in for my interview. And, Who interviewed you? Uh, I was interviewed by Len Street because the advert in the paper was for uh, mechanics to build Lotus elites on the production line. And here. what
1: paper was it in? It wasn't in a racing paper or anything like that? Uh, just a lo- general... I've, I think it was
0: probably in our local paper.
1: Mm. Which makes uh, sense, doesn't it?
0: Yes, I think it was probably in our local paper. And uh, I went, I replied to the, uh, to the advert and I was interviewed. And Len Street said, Well, you're not really the, the sort of person we're looking for. I think I'd better call Roy Badcock. Right. And he, was, he, the, he was the uh, manager of Lotus Components. Right. Uh, There were people who built the the customer Formula One cars, sports cars, Formula Junior cars. So why
1: do you think you'd be better off there? Uh,
0: Because uh, he obviously got the message that my main interest was in the racing side of things. I thought if one joined Lotus, you would be able to move from department to department, Mm. depending on which direction you wanted to go. Did it work
1: like that?
0: It didn't work like that, which was quite surprising. Yeah. Uh, It seemed you got locked into a department, and if you were a good worker in that department... That's where you stayed. Your manager didn't want you to go. Yeah. And it was obvious after a short period of time, but it was easier for somebody to come totally outside... To go straight into... W- to go straight into the racing department,
1: which yeah. was... And you're thinking, well, I'm already here and I'm already Yeah, good, which it? was right. a
0: bit demoralising, really. Yes, that's right. But I was... I suppose I was lucky in as much as uh, when Roy Badcock interviewed me. So you had to go back for another interview? No, same time. Mm. Same time, outside the front of the factory there, you right. know, one afternoon... He said, "Well, yes, we are looking for somebody. What do you know about gearboxes right So I said, Well, I can overhaul car and truck gearboxes. you know just uh, they don't come as any problem to me right um, but uh, what do you what are you uh, referring to regarding racing car boxes So he said, Well, we make our own gearbox right uh and we're looking for somebody to make those gearboxes, to assemble those gearboxes. Okay. And I said, well, I'm sure that if somebody shows me how they go together and what's required to build them, be right. I, I mm-hmm. could do the job. Yeah. And I would be interested in the job, yeah. you know. Yeah. So he said, well, if that's the case, uh, we could offer you that, that position in Lotus Components. Right. So, I said, okay, uh, we can have a go at it then. And I was, even then, in 1960, one was still dropping money in terms of really, from wages job, anyway. as a mechanic to join yeah. Lotus. But that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's right. So, off we went.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, well... The gearboxes which we had to build there were for the production uh, Lotus 18s. Right. And for the Mark 19 sports cars, which right. were coming along. The prototype had been built in August. Right. We uh, we got stuck in. I was sent into Lotus Developments and put with two experts in there. Right. And... Uh, over. Two good accommodating chaps who showed me yeah, all right. the tweaks, yeah. and yeah, I felt quite uh, at home and comfortable with them. Mm. And in fact, I spent about a month in there. I've still got my records, yeah. of all of that. And after I'd finished my apprenticeship in there, as it were, <laughs> I was shipped back into uh, the Lotus components part of the factory right. to take over the building of the customer gearboxes.
1: Was it quite a large factory at that point? Was it was quite a
0: small uh, still? Well, it was certainly much larger than I'd been mm. used to working in, from, from, uh, yeah. coming from a garage, you yeah. know, with, uh, with about eight mechanics and uh, a small sales and store stuff.
1: And the Formula One stuff and the Formula Two stuff were on, under the same roof sort of thing, or...? Uh,
0: in the same building, but, but separate, uh, sure. separated away, very much separated away. Right. Mm. So I thought that that, uh, that was at least putting me amongst the right sort of machinery. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So we went through building quite a number of these boxes and the sports car boxes, which took me right through to the summer of. 61. Right. And when did you start? 60. So I had a, I had a, a year of this. Right. And I suppose I must have built, in that time, about 30 gearboxes.
1: And you actually used to um, assemble them?
0: Assemble them from uh, machined castings right. mm. to fettling the castings to make the components right. fit. Right, wow. Yeah. To... Uh, making up all the selector mechanism and it, and we uh, this gearbox was like a sequential change gearbox right. it wasn't uh, you know a gate mm. arrangement it was a, a five speed gearbox but a sequential change rather like a motorcycle working yeah. on a motorcycle principle it was it was very compact it was very light and quite fragile mm. so uh, it was very important to uh,
1: I mean, how long would it take you to make one up?
0: About a week. As long as that? Um, yes, about oh, so a full week's work mm. to get get, Not get the parts it? together, yeah. make them all fit together properly, yeah. make yeah. sure it all selected properly, and then hand it over to the lads to put in the car. Mm. And if I wasn't doing gearbox work, then I used to work on the assembly of the cars. We had a Formula Junior production line there. Mm. We had the... Uh, Formula 1 and Formula 2 cars for Mark 18s and then the Mark 19 series of cars. Right. Well when when that came to an end uh, the building of those boxes uh, they wanted me to go into Lotus Components but that was building like the customer Formula Junior cars. And right. That. And I said well you know that's that's a bit of a backward step for me. I really want to, I really want to move on and I want to end up in the racing department. Right. So, uh, there was a bit of a talk about it because I said, really, you know, if I don't move on, I might have to consider going somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And I'd spoken to uh, customers uh, who had come along for cars to see what possibilities there were right it was all very all quite difficult because they didn't want to poach uh, a Lotus mechanic no. to look after their car in case it damaged their service from Lotus quite yeah a so again uh, so it was a bit sort of you know closed shop and hemmed in mm. but anyway I was I was lucky again because uh, Nobby Clark who was the uh, the manager of the Lotus Component Group, was good enough and sensible enough to see where I wanted to go, along with Roy Badcock. Mm. And they handed me over to Lotus Developments right? because they wanted uh, some extra staff in there. So by going to Developments, I was then under the wing of... Uh, Mike Costin. Right. Mm-hmm. And Mike Costin was a racer. Mm. You know. He was a good driver. Yeah. A good development engineer and a really, you know, enthusiastic uh, director of a company. Right. Although he was a working director as well. He yeah. was mm. in his white coat and busy, you know. Mm. And Mike put me with Steve Sandville who's who specialised on the uh, powertrain, the engine work and uh, gearbox work. Right. And Steve was a very thorough uh, engineer. And there was, there was myself and one other person who worked directly with Steve Sandville.
1: Right. And, it was, and which, what was this on, Formula One?
0: Right, no, this was on, again on gearboxes. Right. Uh, but this time we were working on Colotti gearboxes. Right. Mm-hmm. Which we used on the Formula One cars, yeah. and also the Indy cars, right. which we were looking into. The engine project for the for the Elan sports car, right, which mm-hmm. was a twin cam engine based on a on a Ford block. So I was uh, I was like next door to the racing then because so it's closer. yeah, Lotus mm-hmm. developments and Team Lotus. You know, Chapman yeah. was about all the time, and uh, yeah. casting as I said, so uh, we were in amongst the races where I wanted to be, yeah. and we saw out that season of '62. But coming up on the skyline was uh, the Cortina racing program. Right. I was asked if I would like to go onto the Cortina team. Well, that was at least going racing, so I said, mm. yes, I would. And uh, the Cortina racing team was set up. Unfortunately, 1963 was a fairly, fairly quiet year because of the homologation of cars. All oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the FIA said that there had to be a thousand touring cars built to homologate it to race Mm -hmm. and of course uh, Lotus had built a special extra workshop to produce Lotus Cortinas but uh, they never got to anywhere near a hundred cars uh, at the start of the season so we were stalled for actual racing of them but none the more we, we built our cars uh,
1: so did they they raced though. Just like,
0: just we didn't race them until didn't. the end of of sixty uh, three. Uh, but during who would have the, driven those? G- uh, Jim Clark, Trevor Taylor. Right. Uh, but during the course of the of the summer, we used to go out on regular test days, right. up to Snetterton or Silverstone, mm-hmm. to test these cars and run these cars. Mm-hmm. The chief mechanic, Ray Parsons. Was also a test driver. Oh, right. And, uh, you know, it was a nice, tight little group. Yeah. Uh, Fords had two really good transporters built for us by Marshals of Cambridge. And we were really quite, a, you know, a well-funded, yeah, little smart unit mm. operation. And we finally were able to race two cars at Alton Park in the autumn. Right uh, of of sixty three. We developed them. Uh, let me see, sixty three. Yes, when we'd finished racing, we then sort of reverted back to Team Lotus again, and right. we uh, we built a car for the Tasman Series.
1: So, how did you get on with that first race over here, anyway?
0: Uh, well, with touring cars? Uh, oh, we won our oh. one hour class. They were very. And who was driving that? Uh, Jim and Clark, and, yes. They were, they were very competitive cars. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Jim Clark used to put on a really good yeah, that's right. display of balance mm. and uh, driving If you wheel and all that. Against, you know, seven-litre Galaxies right. and Mustangs. Yeah. And
1: so what engine would the Cortez have had? Two-litre? Yeah. Uh, no, it was a 15,
0: 1500. Was that all? Mm. Wow. Yeah. So he did do well
1: to keep up with those big and yes. stuff, didn't he?
0: Well... But Coltina was, the initial idea was to challenge the, uh, the 3.4 and 3.8 the litre Jags, mm-hmm. which it would, have, it would have given them a very hard time, yeah. you know, it mm-hmm. would have been good, good stuff, but yeah. because of a delay in homologation, which was, you know, quite a frustration yes, for, quite, absolutely. for all concerned, yeah. Ford Motor Company and mm. Lotus, it got delayed. So we ended up racing against the Galaxies, and,
1: right? And she uh, probably didn't keep up with did it.
0: Mean, no, we uh, we couldn't quite handle their, their seven-litre <laughs> engines. Yeah, quite, and that. But performance round the corners, of mm, course, absolutely. was it back. better. Yes. So yeah. So, so I think it was a very popular form of touring car yeah, racing at that was. time. Yeah. And I stayed with the touring cars till we ended '66. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during that time, there were uh, odd diversions.
1: Who else? So if, you, so if you finished at 66 with the Cortinas, what other drivers would you have used up to oh. that point? Was it Sir John Whitmore? Was yes. He, he drove a, one, didn't
0: he? Yeah, there was a huge Was
1: list. he, on, was he a, a works driver as such? Well, he
0: thing. was. yes, he was on the works list, as it were. right. Uh, yes, Stuart. Did he? Uh, Jackie Stewart drove? Beckwith. He? Yeah. Hegborn. Hmm. X,
1: really? I didn't realise Jackie X. Jackie X drove, Jackie one. X drove
0: yeah. one in the Marlborough Twelve Hours in mm. America. He got a long weekend off from the Belgian Army when he was nineteen. He? Wow, that's amazing, to, isn't it? And he was a very, very good driver. Yeah, as you know, one was going to find out in later years mm. uh, when he became a Grand Prix driver. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so many drivers, Jack Sears. Yeah, caught it. He used to run the Galaxy,
1: though, didn't he? Yes, before that,
0: Jack. Uh, Peter Arundel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can go on and on. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Then in America, there was the English Ford line over there. So we had a team...
1: I would say, do you have a separate team in the States? A separate team in the States. Right.
0: In 64, mm. which went off to Sebring in March mm. and didn't return till, you know, the end of uh, they the...
1: They were, were taking the, the cars from here with
0: them. The cars were built How here. How many
1: cars were they taking?
0: Any of yeah, I think we built three. I've right. got, I've actually got the records of mm. all that sort mm. of stuff tucked away. But yeah, and we sent off the uh, Ray Parsons as chief mechanic went off over there. Mm. And, and were the
1: guy sent over from here to go with him, or did they? Get the no, full he had his
0: own. He had his own chaps from here, a couple of chaps with him. Went over with him. Yeah. And then they had assistance from uh, Ford in right. America. Right. And. If it was a 12-hour race, then we went from England as well right. to back it up. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was quite high-profile stuff, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. And good racing.
1: I was going to say, it's a pity there's not a lot of um, film of it. You hardly see ever any film of the Lotus Cortinas anywhere now, do you? Racing, you know. No. So,
0: there is the year of a Cortina, a uh, Ford.
1: Do they make it? Yes. Mm. Mm. But well, it, you don't see. Anything. You
0: must remember, it's thirty-five years ago. Oh, yeah, ago. that's right. So, do people want to see touring car racing of thirty-five years ago? Well,
1: now and again. We've now got to and, see and again. Some clips, not it? Yes. See some clips. So that was when was that? Sixty-six.
0: Well, that took us up really to the end of sixty-six. Right. And of course, involved in the the, the and racing
1: gearbox. There. Still.
0: Oh on the on the,
1: on the saloon
0: cars we used to do everything. Everything basically. Yeah, so anything, anything, everything. I was chief mechanic of right. right. mm-hmm. touring cars.
1: And you'd have only two two cars per in the team sort of thing for Yeah, the race. but we had a spare car. Yeah, that's right. I guess.
0: Yeah. Well You we uh, hadn't been doing
1: any F one stuff or anything in you know in, in the meantime? Not not
0: very much, a bit perhaps here and there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit of indie stuff. Helping to build the cars and yeah. yes. Well, I, we went to Indy for one or two of us, and you know, involved mm. on some of their work. Uh, but uh, one was always involved with Chapman at the mm. touring car races, and he knew that I wanted to go single seater racing, so he put me in charge of the Formula Two team for nineteen sixty-seven.
1: And who had been running in that team?
0: Uh, in sixty-seven, it was uh, Jim Clark and uh, ah 67 Graham Hill oh right. yeah yeah because yeah. Aaron uh, had, uh, had his drama with an accident he had quite a bad accident that was before that right I think yeah so it was it was Jim Clark and Graham Hill right that's it
1: okay and what, on what car would that have been?
0: well that was a Lotus 48 right okay which was uh, uh, scaled down scaled-down Formula 1 car, really. Yeah. Uh, designed by Maurice Philippe. Right. Mm. We built uh, we built three of those cars to do the uh, European... F2 Series. Season. F2 Series, which right. mm. I think was about 25 race meetings. God, quite a lot. Huge. God, yeah. Huge season of yeah. races.
1: And so over here, where would you go for that, then? Over We're here. At Crystal Palace?
0: Uh, we... Over here we we raced at Virtually everywhere, Snetterton. It? Yeah. Silverstone. Uh, Brands?
1: I don't
0: Brands. I could I could tell you for sure if I just got my book. Yeah. Do you want to shut that yeah, down for sure. a sec? Uh what did we do? Uh
1: yeah, we went to of little Snetterton,
0: foreign... Silverstone, Pove Barcelona, Madrid, uh, Nürburgring, Rome. Rome? Uh, Mallory Park, mm.
1: Belgium. Well, that's far. Uh, it? Would have been somewhere else.
0: Limburg. What would have been that one? We said Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, the have one. Alton Park. Uh, Alton Park, yes. Yeah. Uh, Rouen. Mm. Uh, Albi. Oh, yeah. Ham Lena, which is Finland. Really, Finland? Helsinki. Yeah. Enna. Yeah. Karlskoga. Langen Leibarn, which is Vienna. Rouen, Reims. i was
1: going to say if Reims was still open, funny enough. Yeah.
0: So, so the season it was. God, I mean, that was a long old season. Oh yeah. Twenty two, twenty three. A lot of races from yeah. when? From. From March March twenty fourth to November the twelfth in was busy Spain. Busy old season then. Yeah. Hell I think mean, the, the rut, drivers Roses. had to fit
1: in the F one stuff in between and plus what, plus whatever else. Yes, Good well, that's oh, well my busy.
0: that's my that's my old where.
1: And how did you get on?
0: Well, in terms of performance, yeah, we had uh, we had uh, three three wins with uh, Jim Clark. Right, the second, three thirds, a fourth, three mechanical retirements, mm. and two shunts. Because Jim didn't do all the races, you see. No,
1: right. So would uh, someone have taken his place, or you would have? Would he, he run one car instead? Uh,
0: in some places it was one car. Yeah. Uh, Graham got three seconds, two thirds, a fourth, two fifths, two sixths, two sevenths, mm. a fifteenth, and four mechanical retirements, and two practice crashes. So that was... Uh, I ended up at the end of the year, and at you were the chief end mechanic of 67 as chief mechanic,
1: right.
0: changing over to the Formula One team. Right. And in fact, we did the first Formula One race at Arama. It was a non-championship oh, event right. in... On November the 12th. 67. 67.
1: And that was with what car?
0: That was with... Was that a 49? That was with the 49s, direct from Mexico. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. We went... how did you get on? We won. Right. Yeah, we won. Mm -hmm. Stuart had a nearly fatal accident there. Oh, was that when... In a Formula 2 car. Right. Mm -hmm. When he went off and the car nosed under the armco, lifted the armco out of the ground, oh, yeah. and it just stopped, short of the end of his nose. Really? Yes. Oh. I, I can remember. You know that very unnerving oh, incident for him. Oh. He was very lucky. But that was so almost. Was your first Formula One race? That was my as uh, as chief. Yeah. Chief mechanic, yes. With the old cars, that now it have been Graham and
1: Jim Clark. That's right. Right. Yeah. But when was the first time you, you you were in charge of the car? That was Harama, was it? Sort of thing. Yes.
0: After yeah. 49. That's right. Yes. I, uh, right. I was on board with with the mechanics uh, from from the uh, you know from the season as it were from right. the sixty seven. So who season. was the chief
1: mechanic before
0: that? And the chief mechanic. Uh, let's just—I've got to think about all this very carefully. Uh, Dick Scammell was the chief was. mechanic, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. and Dick Scammell was moving off to become chief mechanic of Indy.
1: Oh, was he was—he on the Indy team instead? Yes, right. the
0: turbine Indy car, uh-huh. yeah, of '68, That's right, right. Mm-hmm. So we did this race with the '49s. I was with. Uh, you know all the lads I so knew anyway
1: it, it, I presume obviously saying that it would have been a bigger team for Formula 1 rather than the Formula 2 team if you see what I mean
0: no not hardly any. really wow in it?
1: Yes. So half a dozen people
0: yeah same it's old it's amazing isn't it yeah. same old for two thing two Formula really. 1 cars yes
1: when do you think it's a date yeah.
0: yes you, you've actually thousands of people yes. working on them, no though. it was the same sort of thing oh, really yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we had uh We had to pick up the cars and spares from London Airport. From Mexico? From Mexico. Right. I can remember that quite plainly. And loading all this lot up. It was in wooden crates and things then. We didn't have any, you know, nice pack horse containers or radcons, aluminium radcons. It was all in wooden (laughs) crates. And we loaded the, the, the cars into the transporter and crates. And we headed off... Uh, down to Dover and then down So you went
1: straight to Spain, literally. Straight to Spain off from the, the airport
0: off the plane. Wow. After these cars to i had done three races. Three know? races. Yes. They'd done uh, Canada I think they'd had uh, no the USA? No, they'd done two, hadn't they? They'd, they'd done the American, American Grand Prix at Watkins Glen and then went straight to Mexico and Mexico. And then and you took straight down to Spain. And then straight down to Spain. So what
1: race was that then? The non championship
0: That was the inaugural Formula One race at Arama.
1: Right, okay.
0: Which was run in Formula Two cars as well. Mm -hmm. And we knew that when one got to the Spanish border, you were always in for a hold up. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, we used to have to drive sort of day and night. We would have got down to the Spanish border in the morning And then they just put you in a compound and the performance started with trying to get through the customs. Um, Were
1: they just being awkward or was that the way it worked Uh, in those uh, days?
0: That's the way it worked. You could never tell head and a tail of who was in charge of what. Right. And you just used to be messed about by people who didn't understand what they were looking at or what they were doing uh, Hmm. until... The motor club, the organising club in Madrid, would get onto the border and say, what's going on? Why are all these people being held up? So we spent our day in the autumn sunshine unpacking the crates... In the car park. In the car park. At the border. Cleaning the cars <laughs> in the compound yeah. at the border because we didn't have any time to mess about.
1: No, you've got to do something. And... Uh,
0: Finally, they released us. I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and we had to drive all night oh. uh, to Madrid get to get to the circuit. Once we were at the circuit, they had carriages at the circuit. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the most modern circuit in the world then. It? Really, had carriages with sliding doors and everything. Uh, we uh, started to. You know, finish off preparation of the cars and uh, get ready for our practice and do the, the race day, meeting. The next day. Oh yes, it was never, never ending. That much time. I, I think, I think we drove through the night, and like, uh, if we got to the hotel, I can't remember for sure uh, whether we would got any sleep much or not. But yeah. uh, it was into the next day. You know. Just keep going. Just we just used to keep going, yeah, yeah. but it was the same for everybody. We were all in the same boat, Yeah, of course. and
1: uh, we had a good, uh, good win. Mm-hmm. So, so you started off, say, sixty-eight with the, with the uh, forty-nine. So, was it an easier, easy car to sort of work on and get to know, and that sort? Of, it wasn't too complex, sort of thing. No, it was kind it of a... nice, and e- easy to work on as such. Yes, I think in, it was at the start. It was.
0: The best designed car around, and that was a Morris Philip car, was that Uh, right? Very much so, and Chapman, yes, Mm. and Duckworth. Yes, of course. Uh, Yeah, it was a Mm. good uh, coordinated effort between Ford, Cosworth, and Lotus, and Team Lotus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and ZF as well with their transmissions Right. That win. But us you know, in good shape for the end, year, of, you know. the end of the season, we yeah. finished on a high note mm-hmm. with great expectations for uh, next 19 year. So, uh, when did you 68. when did
1: you first get wind of the of sponsorship coming in for Gold Leaf and all yes. that? Because well, I that was the last also, race also you appeared in the green, wouldn't it? Right. Because also, at that
0: time, we just moved to. Uh, it was the end of our first year in Norfolk. Right. Uh, like the, the Formula 2 cars the first Formula 2 racing car was the first car that actually finished in the brand new factory right. at mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, you know we were all sort of feeling our way around Norfolk and, right. yeah, it was all and everything mm. but all quite exciting yeah. stuff really mm. and uh, through the winter well there wasn't very much much winter for us really because we got back, you know, the end of, like, be, the, the third week in... What November? November, and, uh, and the, the, the cars had to be racing.
1: The South Africa the first was of, really early, wasn't it?
0: First of January.
1: Well, that's only what. Five so weeks, really, then? there was yes. Plus Christmas. For Christmas,
0: such as it was, yes. Yeah. I think we had Christmas day off.
1: Yeah. So you had five weeks between the last race and the first. Yes. That's Not right. a time at all. No. no.
0: And also cars had to be prepared for the Tasman series as well. At the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we were really really fairly busy over right. that mm-hmm. short period.
1: And then you had to change the colours of the cars for a start.
0: Right. For the new year. Yeah, well that was a that that was Tasman a, cars. That was were a difficulty done, for the boys out on the Tasman. Because they went out as green some sort of Yes, thing, Like we changed. went out to South Africa as green yeah. and yellow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again... Oh, really? For the... We raced, that was the last time. Yes, that's in here. That's the last, yeah. Formula One race in green and yellow.
1: Right, okay. But uh, So the Tasman series was... What sort of dates are we talking about? Over Christmas and New Year, aren't
0: we? No, we're talking about the Tasman series in January and February.
1: Right, so therefore the... Tasman would have would have overlapped with an F1 race
0: yeah the Tasman the cars same, all. Sort of the, the Tasman cars their first race was the following weekend uh, to the uh, to the South African Grand Prix because
1: so those cars would have gone back South to um, no they were, they were would, different cars right there were 49 T's weren't they yes that's right yes
0: mm. so Clark went straight off from uh, from oh, Johannesburg Army, yeah like immediately after the race, yeah. he was on a f- night flight off to uh, Australia. Australia yeah. to start his because
1: uh, there was a long old gap, wasn't there, between the first race of the new year and the second? Yes, that's so right. To uh, two months or well, it went to March. Long yeah, yes. months, wasn't it? Yes, perhaps even longer. Sort of, yes, two and a half months. Yeah. it's a big old gap between the first and second races. So, what sort of how, how was it announced? That um, how were you told about that? you changing the colours of the cars and all that? How did you find out? There was going to be gold leaf instead. Well, we've uh, a sort of big announcement at the factory or something like that. Or I don't
0: actually remember that. All I remember is the we had to provide some cars just for basically a fairly simple, straightforward press release in in London. I mean right. the uh, the car. Formula One car which was presented only had a tubular frame in right. place of an engine because mm-hmm. we didn't have an engine they all being rebuilt or right mm-hmm. or you just had to paint it re- paint it. it was just it, just a tubular frame yeah. there uh, and the new new logos and it stuck on yes mm-hmm. and colour schemes mm-hmm. and quite frankly it wasn't a very popular move with anybody the mechanics didn't like it because they liked racing in green and yellow, yeah. it was our, it was the company colours and green was the national was colours because yeah, we used to race for the country then yeah. and for for the private team mm. and then you had this extra uh, sort of corporate stuff coming corporate in, corporate yeah. requirement mm. although at that stage of the game we were telling them how to go racing, well yeah absolutely uh, which isn't the case these days. No,
1: that's right.
0: We did have on the cars in South Africa. I notice it looks like we've got Shell and Firestone on the yeah, side. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then perhaps it might be stone. just that one race.
1: Perhaps. So it was perhaps it was just sort getting of getting in. Yeah, but at but least then those are the things you used anyway. Yeah, that was, or, yes, that was trade. Exactly, yeah, trade. Rather than something completely separate. Then you've got. It's got STP
0: on it. On there. Yeah, STP, Firestone, Ford. Mm. There's the... the sailor there. That's right. This Fun. is... Right. It's, uh, That's a Tasman car, isn't it? That January picture? 68 and the... In the Christchurch garage mm. where it had been re-sprayed in the colours of a cigarette brand. But there's uh, all sorts of aggro on the Tasman about, you know, even running. In,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So... Things changed then, you know.
1: For a start, was there a lot more money around? Didn't seem to be. No, not coming, not filtering through to you personally, I
0: bet. (laughs) No, there was more money around, obviously. For the team. Yes, because one had to struggle, you know, from oil companies and tire companies to get the money to to race and start Mm. money and everything.
1: Yeah, was still important even at that point. Yeah,
0: we relied on all of that. It was quite. It was. It was quite a hard year. Yeah, uh, that's right. We we were looking forward to you know a good year with and were you, uh, with Jim. But
1: the in, the indie team was still separate at that point. Obviously, was it?
0: Oh uh, yes, we were so all still under the indie? same still under the same roof. Yeah. Uh, there used to be you know a little interdepartmental competition, as it yeah, were, to try right, and get right. things done. People would be saying, "Oh, the bloody indie teams." You know, got the machine shop doing this, yeah, or, and we can't or get it, and we can't get our bits, oh. and we're going off somewhere. Yeah. So uh, there was always, you know, one was playing off perhaps one side against the other, and uh, and and just trying to keep your own end up. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. And whoever was most powerful used to used sort to of <laughs> made the most noise, used to get the job done.
1: Yeah,
0: but then. Chapman was pretty pretty much on the button on everything,
1: yeah.
0: And he relied so much on the enthusiasm of his men uh, to get through the work. Yeah, we used to work just horrendous hours, you right. know. So you weren't you weren't planning to, or you didn't
1: go to Indy in '68 at all? No, not no.
0: No, not even thinking about no, going right, to Indy. Just def- and incidentally, the Indy cars were probably the best. You know, our, our car construction had improved and You're improved. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would say that the IndyCars, because they had a gas turbine engine and mm-hmm. aircraft technology, yeah. uh, were, you know, the, the best engineered cars we'd we'd come up with today. Right, date. right. They were really superb. Yeah. A, g- a massive effort went in to make, you know... Winning yeah.
1: cars. Yeah.